Welcome queen to the body love binge with me Victoria. Although we're all unique, honestly I'm no different to you. I'm just a girl who's been through some hard shit, figured out how to thrive and made it her life's mission to help others to do the same. I've beaten anorexia, bulimia, binge eating disorder and I'm a domestic abuse survivor. My intention for this podcast is to empower you with weekly episodes on all things food freedom, body love and of course juicy, yummy self-love so you can embody the healthiest and happiest version of you. Enjoy the episode my love. Hello my loves, welcome to another episode. Oh my gosh. I know that I say I'm very excited for a guest usually because of course I have incredible guests on my show, but I am super duper duper excited for today's guest, Katie Allen, because she is literally like my twin with an American accent. And it's so cute because I think she introduced me on her podcast as her twin with a British accent. (laughs) So you'll see what I mean when you listen, but honestly, Katie is so high vibe. You're gonna absolutely love her. I just wanna read through Katie's bio so you can just understand a little bit as what to expect. So Katie is a 90s hip hop loving, lipstick obsessed personal stylist who teaches women how to master their mood and energy through style. Katie's mission is to help women put on their power and start each day with confidence and clarity right from their closet. She uses her exclusive feelings first styling mythology to connect women back to themselves, their bodies, and even their cycles. Yes, you can sync your style to your cycle through unlocking their personal style. She believes that our clothes provide an opportunity to choose a feeling and manifest whatever we want, whether that's more fun, more connection or more abundance, right? So as I said, meet me in American form. This episode is perfect for you if you dread choosing what to wear every day, if you keep promising yourself yourself, you'll start to dress nicer when you've lost weight. I feel you because I used to do that all the time. And Katie feels you too, because she is an expert in this. So I'm excited to bring this episode to you. It's jam-packed with style advice, body confidence tips, and after listening, you'll never look at your clothes in the same way again. So have fun with this episode. Katie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I've been looking forward to this for like weeks. Me too. So let's go and dive straight in with the 10 rapid fire questions. Are you ready? I think so. (laughs) Okay. So number one, where do you live? Virginia and United States East Coast. Amazing. Number two, what do you love most about yourself? Oh, um, I think my um, vulnerability. Mm. Number three, a book everyone in the world should read in your opinion uh rachel rogers we should all be millionaires because no matter what you're doing like you'll be on fire for the rest of the day oh i've not heard that one i'll check it out thank you number four if you could pick three things to take to a desert island that old question what would you pick and why 
Um, lipstick because it makes me happy. Pizza because I think it's my favorite food. And I mean, I guess I'm gonna say my husband because he's funny, so he can entertain <laughs> me when I'm about to lose my mind. <laughs> three great epic picks. I love it. All right, number five. What's something that you do that others may consider weird or strange? Ooh, that's a good one. Something that I do that's weird or strange crap i don't know because i mean i'm just so normal and average <laughs> um next joke <laughs> um oh my god i don't know oh okay i have a weird obsession with cleaning out my kids ears like i i just love it and i just like obsess and my 13 year old thinks it's disgusting i think it's weird so that's good one it's a good pick good. Yeah, because it doesn't feel weird to me, right? So I was like, I don't know. It's not weird because I do it. <laughs> yeah, even though this is not about me, I can't help making this question also about me. Can I share my weird thing? Yes. You know, the dryer, you know, like when you get wet clothes and you put them in the dryer and then it spins round. When you take, you have to clean the filter and you have to get all the fluff mm -hmm. from the filter I'm obsessed with like getting the fluff and I'm like, oh, I just love the feel of this fluff from the dryer. <laughs> That's amazing. Like my husband loves to smell stuff. Like he smells everything, not food, just like any object. And I'm like, you're such a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it funny how we have our little weird things that make us more us? Love it. Mm -hmm. All right, I digress. Okay, number six, early bird or night owl? Ooh, early bird. Me too. Catch the worm, right? Mm -hmm. Number seven, the fav your most favorite part about what you do. Oh my God. The, the favorite part about what I do is the look in women's eyes when they send me a picture wearing something that they didn't think that they could wear. And when their smile reaches their eyes, it's like a genuine smile. And I think people have learned the art of the fake smile and we've mastered it like for social media or for whatever but when it reaches your eyes you can tell and that is my favorite part oh that is so beautiful katie oh. beautiful. <laughs> okay i had to put this question for you because this isn't a question i would normally ask number eight your favorite color lipstick oh i'm gonna say my favorite color is i have this purple color and it's like a bright purple and I'm going to say that's probably my absolute favorite because it has a story tied to it, but I'm going to say bright, the brightest pink, like the one I wore for you today is like my favorite, like every day. I love it. I feel quite naked. I must say, because I mean, I'm not actually naked. The YouTube videos can see that I'm not actually naked. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, you're just so glam and I just love your look. So I'm definitely going to be getting some tips from you for sure. Uh, I love it so anytime but you look amazing I mean just I love like your color palette it's very warm and inviting thank you my personality I also like to think is warm and inviting so mm -hmm. thank you all right number nine weights or cardio can I say depends on the week yeah yeah because I yeah. do I do really try to bang it up against the week um that i'm in in my cycle and then i do love it preferred but if i had to pick 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 i would definitely have to pick cardio i thought because you're a runner right i remember from our, mm -hmm. our previous convo all right last question on average 
I know it's depending on how you feel, but just intrigued as to your answer. On average, do you spend more time in jeans and trousers or dresses? Oh, I'm going to say in the summer, I'm going to say I probably spend more time in dresses, especially if I had it my way. Like if there was no such thing as winter where I lived, it'd probably be dresses all the time. Just because I think with my body shape, it's just really easy. I love that. All right. Thank you for answering those just to, you know, break the ice and have our listeners get to know more about you. Let's dive into the juice. So my first question to you, Katie, is what, like, hold on, let me actually look at my notes because clearly I can't do things at once. Tell us what it is that you do, why you do it and how you ended up doing it. That's a big question, I know. Yes. So what I do is personal styling and style coaching, which is I help women really tap into the mood and the energy that they want to harness on a daily basis by self-expression through their style is like the easiest way that I could put that um, from how I see it. And then what that actually is, is helping women get back in touch with themselves, their lifestyles, either their current lifestyle or the lifestyle that they are desiring to be um and their body shape and dressing them for that so that they just feel amazing it's really like confidence building on a daily daily basis so that's what i do how was it why or how why why and so (laughs) all of it (laughs) just keep talking um why is because i think I really think personal style is a self-care tool that we look over every single day. Mm. Our clothes are the one thing that we take with us every moment through the day, unless you live in the nudist colony and like, that's cool. I'll do your hair and your makeup for you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Even more so than your phone, right? Like if no matter what you have on, like it's always on you and it impacts the, your five major senses that we use as humans on a daily basis. And it really is something we can control. Like we live in a world where we want to control a lot of things that we actually can't control and something we can control. And I just think it's so, so important. And then obviously it's a passion of mine. It's I, when I was little, like, I didn't think I was good at anything. I wasn't like, I didn't play sports. I didn't have any music talents. I wasn't like artistic in a really, in a really traditional sense of, you know, I wasn't making pottery or painting pictures or whatever. I just didn't really know what my thing was. But I feel for me, it was always like this intuitive. I was always chasing this like abstract thing. And it really kind of started with MTV and music TV videos. And I just feel like I could just, these people were just communicating with their body language and their clothes to me constantly. And I really latched on to that. And it was just how I fell in love with it. And it was like, I can always make myself feel better or get myself through anything if I have on the clothes that genuinely make me feel good. And then obviously that really hit home in the pandemic. Um, So this is a little bit about the why and the how. So in 2020, so I had had, I actually went to college for fashion. So straight out of high school, went to college. They're like, what are you gonna do? I was like, I don't know. And then I realized that um, you could actually get a college degree in fashion merchandising. And I was like, sign me up. And I researched, I went to the best art school in our state. And I was like, yes, yes, yes. And I was totally following all my dreams. 
then afterwards I just kind of like fell into checking the boxes, right? Like you're like, okay, now I've went to high school, I went to college. And then there's not really like this guideline that you follow after that, other than like get a job, get married and have mm -hmm. kids. So I just continued on that journey and I got into marketing because it felt like it was the next best thing. And like I said, I live in Virginia. So, I mean, I do live like three hours south of Washington, D.C., which is our capital of our country. But where I live isn't like this big, cool, like area. Um, it's not really fashion forward or trend forward. So I was like, well, I'll just do marketing. It's like the next best thing. So I was in marketing for 15 years. My last company, I was with them for 11 years mm -hmm. and 2020 hits. And just like the rest of the world, we're all like figuring out our lives. And I was in a business mastermind without the business because I knew something was coming for me um, bigger. And this is before the pandemic. <laughs> Maybe I knew that that was coming. I don't know. I knew something bigger was coming for me. So I did join this business mastermind without the business. And I just, that's important to me because in the beginning when the pandemic hit, like I just, I was having a really rough time. And I remember my coach saying to me, well, what's different about today? Like there's one particular day in April that was really, really hard to me. And she was like, what's different about today than all the other days? And I said, I didn't take a shower and I didn't get dressed, I guess. I mean, I don't, what's, you know, it's the only thing I could come up with because nothing's different because I'm in my house, just like I was in my house yesterday and the day before with my family, like nothing's different. And then she was like, okay, tomorrow when you get dressed and I, you know, take your shower and then show up and do all the things you normally do. And I was like, okay. And it didn't really click at first, but that's how I got through those first really hard months of like, okay, now my whole family's in the house. What does this mean? And you're, you're navigating what it means for you as a family unit and what does it mean globally and all of that. And I was like, oh my God, there's something here. Then I got let go from my position that I had had for 11 years. Little Fast forward a little bit later, it was like the end of the summer of 2020. And I went back to that. I was like, okay, I'm going to get dressed every single day and I'm going to like, you know, figure out who I am. I went to my husband and I was like, I know. I don't have a job and I was the breadwinner at the time and it was really, really scary. I was like, but just give me a few months and I think I'm going to figure it out. Like it's coming to me. And he's like, okay. And I just started getting dressed every single day. And then a friend of mine was like, Hey, I have a client who's doing a photo shoot. Can you help her like with her outfits? And I was like, yeah, I was doing it from the bathtub. And I, I just, that was important to me because it felt easy. And then, so when she asked to pay me, I said, no, because it was too easy and it was too fun. Mm. And she said, people get paid to do that, Katie. And I just like it, all of that just came rushing in. And I was like, oh my God, how we dress can literally help us do scary things. It can help us get back in touch with ourselves. It can help us like go after our goals. It can help us be more kind to ourselves, to others. It can unlock all these pieces of us. So that's kind of the why, why, and that's kind of how that I got back to it. <laughs> wow, that is amazing. And I didn't know like your personal story to that degree. So that's incredible because I agree with everything you're saying as well. When you, and I don't know this stuff, the stuff that you do in terms of fashion and all of that, but when you wear something that makes you feel like Beyonce, yes. you walk differently. You walk like Beyonce. <laughs> you hold yourself differently. And there's just this different energy about you. So I absolutely agree with you. So if you had like a client, like you had, you onboarded a new client, obviously without going into too much detail, because hello, this podcast is free. <laughs> I need to sign up with you to get the full experience. But how would you help a woman to unlock her personal style and then help her personality 
line up with how she dresses because I'm your quote perfect client because I have no idea what I'm doing with fashion I have a personality and I'm like saying to my sister please choose what help me choose what to wear because I have no idea what goes with what do it for me tell me what to do um (laughs) there's a couple different ways that you can get there but the where I always start is how do you want to feel so like I feel like a lot of women that are I've attracted or attracted to me is like we have values we know how we want to feel every day we were pretty intentional like with our whether it's our morning routine or weekly planning or whatever it is so i always start with like okay how do you want to feel now what do you own currently that makes you feel like that right so like if you came to me and then there's so many different little things that we can get into too on how to get there like on a broader scope but if we were just going to kind of do it day by day i'd be like okay so like I, i can use myself as an example this morning i was like okay, how do you want to feel today? And I like look at my schedule and I'm like, okay, I'm meeting uh, with Victoria and then I have another class later today. And these are like literally some of my favorite things I get to do today. So it's like, okay, so I want to, I want to tap into my fun energy. I definitely want to show up and be playful a little bit because I feel today is all of like people that really, really get me to my core. And I want to feel super, super powerful. Right. So to me, the bright pink lipstick represents the playfulness and the power at the same time because like pink is a really playful color but when it's really really bright like that i'm demanding your attention right like you can't not look at the pink <laughs> no way as i was like i was like i'm naked right now because you're just like this i mean yes i'm comparing i know i'm worthy obviously anyway but yeah. in terms of the image you give you it it's it's working whatever you're doing it's working <laughs> So that's like on a day-to-day basis, like how I think about it. Um, so when someone comes to me, obviously that's like, that takes time of like what resonates with you. I just try to always use those examples to kind of get people to think about it on a daily basis and let it be fun. Cause someday might be a day where I'm doing something scary. Like maybe I've up-leveled and I've booked a big presentation that I feel is a little bit out of my comfort zone or I've booked the next level client or my highest paying client to date or whatever that is like tap into that same energy and it's like, okay, so how do I want to feel today? What makes me feel like that? And I think it can be a really fun, beautiful, like ritual, like adornment process for yourself. Mm-hmm. But to like back it up a little bit, cause you're like, great, that's great, Katie. That's like one of those weird things that you do by yourself. The first thing that I always do is I have like a little style quiz that I run my ladies through and I'm like, eh, answer these questions, like to kind of get, figure out a little bit about you because I love quizzes. I love a good personality quiz. I think it's a really fun place to start. We can be anything we want to be and we're super multifaceted, but I think sometimes on a day-to-day basis, we can forget our foundations and we can forget our preferences or any of those things because we just get caught up right in the daily life. So always start with that. Um, Another fun way to really get back in touch with yourself is just like spend a little bit of time on Pinterest I tell people and this like in free workshops that I run, like set a timer for 10 minutes, go on Pinterest and save everything you like without questioning it. Like just this, how you have to do it. You get in there, you just save, 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 save. And when that 10 minute timer goes off, go back into the Pinterest board and start looking for the things that are repeating, what colors are repeating, what fabrics are repeating, what silhouettes are repeating. Um, Do you see a lot of lace? Do you see a lot of bright red? You know, different things like that. You can also just think about like your style icons. 
who are you attracted to? Why? So like Beyonce is a big one for me, but I, I don't do Beyonce every day, but <laughs> I definitely save Beyonce for big moments and different things like that. But what I would say ultimately is like, you just start to look for these little patterns and it's really about not putting yourself in the box. So maybe today is a little, you know, maybe today I'm trying to think of one of my favorite female comedians. Like maybe today is a little, uh, a fun juice and then a little Beyonce, right? So like, how do we balance that? And it, so for me, it's constantly around the balancing. And one of the things with the quiz or the Pinterest board that I really, really like, is you'll start to see patterns, but sometimes there'll be two completely different patterns. And I think the real power is when, how you make them mesh together because that's you, that's so uniquely you. If you're like, yeah, I, I'm really romantic and I like a lot of flower patterns and I really like a lot of lace, but also I need some JLo drama. So how are we giving you all the lace and pattern? And maybe it's just a really funky hoop earring that we tie with it that makes you feel like uniquely like you. Wow, that is so powerful because I, again being your probably perfect ideal client I get so up in my head with choices around what to wear but actually what you've just shared and I love the timer so you're setting a boundary else two hours has gone and you're like what the fuck has happened with my day <laughs> yes <laughs> yes but you're actually encouraging your intuition to just yes. take over I really love that thank you for sharing all of that and I want to read a quote from your Instagram and I'd like you to speak to that yeah I've yes. been talking you girl <laughs> <laughs> so the quote is when you don't dress like everybody else you don't have to think like everybody else so how can someone obviously you've already mentioned about thinking outside of the box which is what you and I are all about in what we do as coaches as well how can someone who maybe hasn't got the confidence that we have yet or you have per se but they kind of want to start doing that and then at the same time they're freaking out because of other people's judgments yes so that's probably the biggest thing that that I get all the time is I'm a mom. Can I wear that? I, I'm in my forties. Can I wear that? And like, I challenge those thoughts all the time because it's like society has taught us that once we hit certain milestones, like, I don't know, are we supposed to not be ourselves anymore? And some of us, some of us do, like, I totally relinquished a lot of myself once I had kids, but now that I'm coming back to this, I'm like, oh my God. So I think we should always experiment. So there's different ways I like to phrase this up depending on where my woman is, right, in her journey. So like if you're cycle syncing and you're paying attention to your cycle, there's certain times of the month that are so much easier for you to experiment. So like if you're in your spring, your estrogen is starting to rise, your bleed has just finished. And like, as you head into ovulation, you essentially have on your rose colored glasses, like you're nicer to yourself, you're nicer to everybody around you because we can't make babies if we're not being nice. <laughs> this is the best time to experiment with something funky or new. And if you don't wanna get out of a comfort zone, so where a lot of us get the hangups and you and I talked about this is like our body shapes, right? So if we don't wanna, get out of our comfort zone with our body shapes and we're not really ready to try new silhouettes, whether they're shorter, tighter, or showing more skin. I think color 
-hmm. is the easiest, most amazing way to begin to experiment. So you could start with color. And then if you are cycle syncing, you can tie it to that. Or if you're paying attention to the moon cycles, same thing, you could tie it to that. Or just bring it down and just play a little bit. It's really about playing, which I think is another thing that I know I'm guilty of not letting myself do enough is play. But when you're experimenting with the new colors, my couple of my favorite pointers are, okay, let's try colors that you want to naturally attracted to, and let's pair them with colors you're already comfortable in, right? So like, if you're like, okay, I'm already really comfortable in this light pink, but there's this new, really fun green that's going to be coming out for spring. Okay, well, we can pair those two things together and let's make something fun and always use the one color that you're really, really comfortable in is like your grounding color. And then the other color can just be your pop. And then it, it doesn't have to, you don't have to go full pink and green in your outfit if you're not ready, but it could be something as simple as painting your fingernails. It could be your lipstick. Um, it could be socks. It could be shoes. It could be anything that you want it to be. And then a couple of other hot tips is the further you get away from your face, the less it matters around like there's an art and a science to it. Right. So like naturally, some people look good in certain colors like you look really good in that top. It matches your contrast level of your hair and your skin. Right. So like that color innately looks really, really good on you. But if you're like, Katie, I want to wear bright pink, but I'm just not sure if it's going to work for me we'll try it away from your face first so like say if you get a really cute skirt and we're like okay let's just try the really cute skirt and you're comfortable in the all white top then we'll get the all white top so from up here you feel really really comfortable and then down here we'll play a little bit then you can start to bring it a little bit closer to your face wow that is so interesting because my next question was going to be and this is a natural intuitive question not a planned question in terms of like colors and I believe we have skin tones. I believe we're either cool or warm. Is that right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So how, so say if someone likes a certain, let's say red. Mm -hmm. Well, in fact, I'll use myself as, as an example. I love the color in general when I see it in a dress, like a coral color. Mm -hmm. when I put it on I look washed out as fuck and I'm like what has happened to this dress that I liked now it's on me it's like a no-go mm -hmm. does what even is my question here Victoria do people have like colors that kind of fit with their skin tone naturally um and where they should avoid maybe some colors or can everything work for everybody depending on how you show up and what you put it with yes and no, so this is like the art and the science, right? Yes, if we're just gonna look at it from a one plus one is two perspective, then yes. Yeah. So like, I think you're probably a cool tone and like true red looks amazing on you, right? Yeah. Like a really pretty blue red, like rocks, right? It looks good with your eyes, it looks good with your hair, you look like you're glowing, yeah. right? So that is a little bit of the science behind it of like, yes, that tone absolutely looks amazing on you. But this is where I said, like, it's ever flowing. There is way to, and that's where styling really comes in. And like one of my um, teachers, she always says, you're not a personal shopper. Like anyone could go shop for clothes. Your job is to style them. And that's where like, if you're like, I'm obsessed with this color. Like my soul is naturally attracted to this coral color. Whatever that connection is for you, you may know it, you may not know it. 
So you're like, yes, I'm attracted to this color. So then my job is to help you figure out how can we get that color on you, mm. even if it's just a little bit so you can see it. Because every time, if you're attracted to it, then every time you see it, you're like, God, I just love that color. And it's literally physically going to let off a chemical release in your mind that's going to make you happy if you are attracted to the color. So then my job is to come to you and say, okay, so she loves this color. And yes, it, that warm orangey red is not like her best, best color. What other colors can I pair it with that will make her look really, really good? So you are a cool tone. So like blue and orange are complementary colors on the color wheel. We can say, okay, well, the blue is probably gonna make her eyes pop and it'll look really good with her hair. So maybe I can get this blue and then we can get the coral. And then again, the further we get it away from your face, the less you're going to feel like you're washed out. Because when someone's washed out, it's really just from their neck up that we're really focused on. No one's ever looked. Well, someone probably has. And I and I and we can go down the rabbit hole, but most people aren't going to be like looking at your legs. Like, God, her legs look really washed out with that coral <laughs> color. <laughs> we can put something on. We'll get, I'll get my little spray tan out and we'll hook you up and you won't look <laughs> washed out. But when you've got like boobs and bum like this, you know? <laughs> yes, exactly. So there's a way around everything. So like one of my clients said this to me one time on the call and I've used it ever since. She said, know the rules, break the rules. And I think this is the perfect place for it to apply is like yes there are rules and I do think that's like phase one of building your confidence like your style confidence and this is where styling beco becomes sustainable for you it make with your time with your money with the environment like these are all the ways that stylists can really help the fashion industry because if I teach you what colors naturally look good on you and then I teach you what naturally works on your body shape and then we start building the confidence and like putting the outfits together for you and you start to see clothes in that different way you've up leveled your confidence you're buying less you're not saying you're wasting but you know you're wasting less you're buying less time money resources energy all of it and then once you've kind of mastered that, then the next level is, okay, now how freaking creative can we get? And then when you really, really know yourself, and I think also you can carry yourself different, right? So like if there's a color that you want to wear, like there's a lot of really fun colors that are coming out for spring. A lot of like these really, really bright pink, really bright green, it's freaking orange. It's like everyone's so tired of being pent up in the house over the last three years and just the fear and everything like it's like give me all the vibrant bright colors that the name of the season like this whole season for 2022 is called dopamine dressing oh and it's like it. give me all the colors i really want to feel i want to create joy intentionally through my clothes and the colors that i wear now these aren't a, a lot of colors that everyone are everyone's natural colors right like i just have like this super lime green shirt right here and like is this my color probably not but i'm still gonna wear it because it's gonna make me feel good and i think as long as my energy is coming across and showing up then that's all that really matters it's like am i wearing the dress or is the dress wearing me mm. oh my god mic drop hell yes <laughs> and i think i feel like we should talk a little bit more about confidence because i say in the work that i do and I know we spoke about this in our podcast together, which I will link below so everyone can also check that out. Yes. Confidence really is a choice, yes, isn't it? And sexiness is a choice. So, for example, if you was to feel to be feeling shitty in your body, if you was to go and put on some sexy lingerie just for yourself to take photos, no. yes. just for yourself in the mirror, even if you may have some judgments around that from having 
done this from personal experience when it's like been homework from my coach you can get into that feeling just by taking an action that is in alignment with that feeling so when you're when you've described getting dressed every morning how do I want to feel today if you want to feel like a confident badass queen even if you maybe don't feel like it if you were to take the action that a mm-hmm. confident badass queen would take therefore wearing this dress or whatever it may be this color this lipstick you're going to you can't help but feel what you want to feel if you take an action that expresses that exactly exactly that's like when when I say if I'm doing something scary or I'm like the next level of my business Mm. like okay what does that woman because I'm still feel like me on the inside so what does a woman what is my highest self wear what is my best self wear that is doing that like when I'm dreaming of myself doing that thing like what is that woman wearing how does she move how does she act and like I just it's energy I think our clothes are super energetic right there's so much energy into them like and you're just like pouring that in there that's a really really good point though it's like nothing's changed I've just put it on and I also think it's a little bit of the permission right it's giving ourselves permission it's giving ourselves permission to feel good for ourselves it's giving ourselves permission to be seen by ourselves and by others I tell people all the time and I know this is a weird example. Here's I got all kinds of weird stuff now that you've pulled it out of me. <laughs> keep them coming. Keep them coming. Oh, the, I, I personally think if I haven't done any of the things that make me feel good in a day, I can hydrate, right? Like that one feels like the easiest, most accessible thing for me in a day, like where I don't feel like I want to work out or whatever. I can hydrate. Now, if I'm hydrating all day long, that means I'm taking multiple trips to the bathroom, probably. That's multiple interactions with my mirror self. And I think when we see ourselves in the mirror is one of the most times that all of our chatter starts around, mm-hmm. look at you, you didn't do your hair, look at your makeup. Oh my God, why are you wearing that? Like, you know, that's when we start all of that mind talk to ourselves. So I make a point, especially during the week when I'm working um, or working on something scary or doing something big to get dressed when I'm in the house by myself, because I know I have that touch point all day long. And every time I see that person, that myself but every time i see me i want the version of me that's looking back to match the energy of whatever it is i'm doing that day oh wow which brings me i know we're coming out of the pandemic which is amazing but i know after speaking to many clients and just friends that many of their meetings were on zoom because of obvious reasons and they like joke that you know literally living in pajamas sweatpants which of course that's okay but there's a difference as you've shared dressing up for nobody else apart from you even if you're not even going to be on zoom today even mm-hmm. if you're sat doing your finances with your fucking red lipstick on and a glass yes. of wine and your heels on like it's about choosing you and knowing that you're worth it. It's like, I mean, going to food a little bit. My mom used to, my mom's single. She used to say, well, there's no point in cooking a healthy meal just for me. And I'm like, but why? Like, why, why are you not worth the time and energy and money to create yourself a nourishing, delicious meal? Whereas if I was there, there was mm-hmm. two of us, then you would do that for me because I'm worth it. But what about you? Mm-hmm. So in terms of clothing as well. Yeah, like let's get to the point where we're like, sorry, I can't dress up for my date tonight because I've been dressing up for myself all week. And quite frankly, I'm exhausted. <laughs> oh my God. Yes, Queen. Yes, 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 yes. Right. Okay. So many things. Okay. We've still got time. That's amazing. You've mentioned, you've touched on it a little bit in terms of syncing with your cycle. 
I would love to talk about this in a bit more detail because I think I do this without really realizing it in terms of obviously when I'm bleeding especially just before I'm bloated as fuck I feel blur and I naturally gravitate towards looser clothing and all them things and I now give myself permission to do that whereas before it would just be my quote fat clothes and shame would come so how do you support women and educate them through syncing with their cycle in terms of clothing yeah, so we can start with that that phase. So like I I feel like I'm still working on that too of like right before I just mm. not feeling like I actually feel better once my bleed actually comes than I do like right yeah. before. Me too. Um so like I have a couple of things like to hit on. No, I'm not saying that we have to dress up every day. I get it. I I'm a sweatpants girl. I love my sweatpants. I love a good matching sweatsuit, but I think that's the key like I, we went out of town for my husband's birthday this weekend and we we're coming home on Sunday. I had on my matching sweatsuit, but I still did my makeup. I had on my lipstick and I had on really, really cute earrings that f- made me feel connected back to that sexy woman that I know that I am on the inside, even though I have on this sweatsuit. So like my couple of rules of thumb for that is that, well, like you are a queen. So please dress yourself like a fucking queen and don't wear your husband's old sweatpants. You deserve (laughs) your own pair of amazing baggy sweatpants. And they can be in a favorite color. They can be in a really good fabric and they're not allowed to have holes or not allowed to have rips or not allowed to have dog hair. None of that because, <laughs> because you deserve so much more than that. Um, so that's one big thing is like, I still want those clothes to feel good and resonate with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and period underwear, like when I decided to get off of the pill and like really, really lean into my cycle, I went and bought myself the cutest underwear to literally bleed in because I was like, I'm so tired of like, I remember starting that like, I don't know, in high school, you're like, oh, here's these ugly underwear, they'll just be my period underwear. So not only maybe do I feel uncomfortable physically because I'm on my period, now I also have on a Mm -hmm. shitty pair of holy underwear that's definitely not helping me even if i wasn't even if i felt amazing and my body on my bleed that pair of ugly underwear that i see every time i go to the bathroom is just constantly sending me that signal that like oh this is just like not a good time in my life and i shouldn't be showing up good this week and like this is sucks and it sucks and then you can just go down the whole train Mm -hmm. so i'd like to do things like that to me that whole part of that phase is really about adornment so even if I want to be comfortable, that's fine. But how else can I adore myself? And then don't forget it, like perfume. For me, this is a time I think perfume is really indulgent and very sensual and very sexy where I can spray on perfume and I can smell it, but I still have on loose clothes. So I physically don't feel restricted. And then also like when you're about to bleed from my understanding of our cycle like this is when we're supposed to be the most open the most expansive you know the most receiving then your clothes should make you feel open expansive and receiving but Mm -hmm. that's why i really like the perfume because i feel like perfume is such a to me is such an indulgent sensual experience so that kind of matches that for me so that's how i really try to lean into that is like how can you really pamper yourself in that kind of way versus you know wearing your favorite dress or you know something that maybe feels a little bit more restrictive when you're bloated or heading in or like in my case i get really annoyed (laughs) with with the world and i'm like 
So that for me is like the end of PMS heading into my bleed. And then when I come out of my bleed, like I was saying, um, it's a really good time to experiment. So this is like pink is a color that always comes up for me because I think of spring, I think of maiden energy, yeah. a playful energy. So like to me, pink is the epitome of playful energy. And then you could play with whatever tone and color that is for you. It's a really good time to just try something new. If you've been wanting to try a new print, wear it then, right? Because this is your time to not know. You're the maiden, right? Your your eyes are wide open and no one's ever hurt your feelings and the world is a safe place. So you're safe to wear an experiment with anything that you want. Then as I head into ovulation, this is like my Beyonce, right? So like, give me all the spice, um, give me all the reds, all the really like if I was um, going to wear like my leather skirt or my leather leggings or something like that. Like to me, it's really fierce energy that comes up here and like everyone will have their own version of this. Mm -hmm. So it's like really fierce. And the other thing that I always think about in this space is for some reason, I'm always thinking about like Cleopatra energy. So it's like give me all the gold jewelry so give me like the red lipstick and the gold jewelry and i'm like layering very abundant right so it's like this abundance energy where i just feel like i'm at the top of my game and then as i head back into fall in the beginning part um what comes up for me a lot is a little bit of rebel energy because i feel like i have a little bit of the rebel energy in there so this might be where i'm wearing all black or maybe it's a graphic t-shirt like i have a t-shirt um that has woman's legs and this plant coming out almost like the bush right so like that's the time of the month like oh, i'll wear that because what well, kind of signifies to me like i'm heading into fall i'm getting ready for my bleed and like that should be super normalized so mm. for me it's like graphic tees like show your tattoos put on like your piercing like whatever that is to you that kind of taps into like a little bit of my rebel energy and um i just try to like walk through it like that and then little practices and things that i do with my clients during this time is depending on where they're at in their phase like especially with this spring spring and experimenting we're also more likely to spend money during that phase I always think to, I always tell them one of my and this kind of goes back to the other question you asked me, like, how do we get back in touch with ourselves? I always say think back to a time in your life because we like to do this a lot as humans anyway, mm -hmm. time in your life when you felt like you were the happiest and like, what were you wearing? Mm. Like, was it a pair of shoes? Was it a pair, like the way your pants were cut? Was it a shirt? Was it a tube top? It, chances are it's something that you would not let yourself wear now because for most people, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what was with the pencil look? I'm so oh my God. back. <laughs> I had them. Like it was funny because I posted a picture the other day and someone was like, uh, where are your eyebrows? And I was like, stop. And she was like, No, I I lived in the 90s too. I was like, okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and when I think back of all of that, like a lot of that's coming back in trend right now, like the early 2000s, all the like I mean, skin. I think there's many different reasons for that. And like, we could go down that rabbit hole if you want, because my favorite part around fashion really is the psychology behind it and how like as a society, we demand, like a lot of people think like, oh, I don't wanna be on trend. Well, you're creating the trends every day based on what you need in your life. Like the pandemic is perfect example. We all wanted to be in sweatpants. We were all in the home. Everybody was in athleisure. That 
and everyone was designing to that, right? Like all the, if you went in any store, that was quote unquote, what was on trend. There's no big trends that were happening. We were all wearing comfortable clothes, like knitwear exploded, matching knit sets exploded, which are all things that kind of popular in the seventies. And again, in the early two thousands. And then, so you start bringing in that energy and then it just starts channeling in. Oh, I can go down all the rabbit holes, Victoria. Yeah. Let me know which one you want to go down. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. I just wanted to end end the bit what you were saying in terms of your cycle because yeah. all of what you said was so helpful and really inspiring. And it's so funny because my amazing fiance Wouter, he knows from what I wear because I have when I'm bleeding or just before my bleed, I've got my matching loungewear. And I love what you said about matching because I used to have old old pajamery type are they pajamas or are they at loungewear like I really can't tell yeah I live in them but now in fact funnily enough he brought them for me because he was like babe I'm just gonna buy you like some sets so when you're in your period mode he calls it because I come like when I come downstairs every morning obviously he checks me out with what I'm wearing and he's like is it period mode and I'm like yes darling it's better because I've got like my matching <laughs> underwear on but I've got like my loungewear on and I still do my makeup and he yeah. just knows and then when he I'm in my spring now and normally like it will be a few few days as I come into my ovulation I'll be wearing like my red dress and he just knows one from my energy and two from like what I wear he just knows that he's invited in you know yes into my allowed to be close <laughs> yeah and so I think we don't we underestimate what clothes and style can do for us in terms of how we feel in our body how we show up in the world mm. and the rabbit hole I would like you to go down no this is like so valuable Katie this is incredible so thank you already I know we've not got to the end yet in terms, so I've got two more questions and then any more that come up intuitively. It, on your speaker sheet that you shared, so obviously for the speaking gigs that you do, you mentioned that we can achieve our goals faster. I mean, I'm guessing I know why from what you've shared already, but how does that work? Like in terms of how can we dress in order to achieve our goals faster? Yeah, it's exactly what you were saying earlier. Like if you want to take the action to hit mm -hmm. the goal. So I exactly that so i'll give you an example of what i did i had a um a trends report that i was putting together for my clients and i literally got dressed every day to put that together and i feel like when i'm dressed and i'm taking the action not only is it giving me the confidence to take the action but you know how like the relativity of time like when we're doing something that we really enjoy like how the time can go by faster and it feels yeah. like it gives me the ability to manipulate the time a little bit like if I don't feel good or if I just like, oh, just throw on the sweatpants because I'm tired this morning, the day will just be gone. And I'm like, I'm not focused and I'm not paying attention. So the science behind it really is they've done studies on this, on how we react based on what we have, um, what we're wearing. So our attention to detail, our ability to focus, our ability to problem solve, our ability to tap into our creativity can be heightened or decreased based on what we're wearing. So to me, like if I'm trying to hit a goal and I'm on a tight deadline, then that's how I hit my goal faster is I dress up and I wear the thing that makes me feel like I can do all the things. So, and it doesn't necessarily mean like sweatpants versus getting dressed up. Like the study was actually done with white lab coats and they gave one set of the white lab coat and told them that they were scientists. And then they gave the other set of people the white coat and told them that it was a painter's smock. Oh. And then they gave them 
tasks to do and then they would test like how did they perform the same tasks based on what they thought their role was so like if you come to me and you tell me i'm a painter and then my task is to i have no idea what the tasks were but <laughs> then my task is to solve this problem i'm probably going to approach it from a much more creative standpoint than if you if i'm supposed to be pretending like i'm a scientist and then i'm like okay so now you know what's the chemical reactions and what's the mathematics behind this and like you're just going to tap into different parts of your brain to answer those questions so I love to share that example because I think a lot of times people get caught up in the like, am I dressed up or am I dressed down? Yes, yes. It's not it's not just dressed up or dressed down. It's also what does that outfit represent for you? Like, does that outfit like really channel creativity for you? So like one day when I was creating that trends book, I was just trying to really let myself enjoy it and have a ton of fun. And I had on one day I did have on some sweatpants. And I wore a corset top with them. And of course, like the sweatpants were cute and fun, but I wore the corset top and I had a really bright red lipstick. And it was just like this really fun, creative, like energy. And it was just helping me move through my days. And I was just like pumping out ideas. I was like, who am I right now? But I had set that intention going in. So to me, I think that's like a little bit of the science behind it of actually hitting the goal because it, you, you are letting off certain chemicals your brain is more focused or detailed and then well, everything we've talked about is then it's tapping into the energetics and keeping your mood really high and building your confidence wow so powerful so how would you if you've got someone who is maybe maybe still working from home because i know some companies have found that that's a better solution for everybody mm-hmm. but now the world's open up again and they're like sick of wearing the sweatpants now because they've been there done that and they they're not doing the makeup they're not doing the hair mm-hmm. obviously the obvious reason would be to just do it but then in terms of how they're talking to themselves the energy they want to bring what would you recommend to start with instead of like going from one extreme to the other as like you said so often many of us do we either think it's black or white either you dress down or you dressed up how would you encourage them to find the middle ground with that until they find their personal style i think the easiest way is accessories so that's kind of what i did today i just have one on black shirt I love this black shirt. It makes me feel fun, but it is very comfortable, right? It is very relaxed. Like I said, I had a really busy weekend. So I do feel like a little tired coming into Monday. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna wear this black shirt because I do feel confident in it, but I'm just gonna wear these earrings and this lipstick because it's really fun for me. Really low effort, right? And it's just a fun way to play an experiment. So I always tell people like, just start with something little, like start with the accessories. Then we'll work up to wearing jeans while we're working from home. Like I refuse to let myself wear sweatpants anymore unless I'm literally not getting on calls and I just don't feel good. Like if I'm in a certain point or maybe I'm under the weather, but I mean, I have on jeans right now. They're not all the way buttoned up, (laughs) but I do have them on. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it real. I, I but I do have them on. Um, so little things like that. But I think accessories are a super easy place to start. And I like to do this a lot where I'll wear like the plain t-shirt, black or white, and then accessorize it so I can show other people like a lot of the stuff really, really is simple. Like someone said to me, it takes just as much energy to wear the outfit that connects with you and your style as it does to wear the outfit that makes you feel frumpy. Mm, hell yes I would love to experiment with accessories I have none and my hair's always the same my makeup's always the same so that's something for me to learn by and I have this cute little pink jumper on with studs on but I actually have a high-waisted skirt like 
with it. So it's kind of like I wanted to go with the comfy vibe because yeah. I'm just coming out of my bleed, so I'm not 100% like there yet, but also like something a bit cute and fashionable. I don't know how that even happened, but that's where I am today. But you yeah. just see it. But just my, play with it. Yeah, and it's like it's not like you can pass or fail, right? Like because yeah, I guess so many of us are scared to like quote get it wrong. But in your opinion, can you get it wrong? No, absolutely not. That's why I always start with like, well, how do you feel? How do you feel? How do you want to feel? I can give you examples of like what I do to help you create a framework that works for you, but it's all about you and how do you want to feel? You cannot get it wrong. Like that's the art behind it. Like you cannot get it wrong. And I think it's a little bit of both, right? Like, have you ever looked like that truly is the saying of like beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Like you and I can both be looking at the Mona Lisa and I can be like, I just don't get it. And you could be like, oh my God, I love it. Like there is no wrong or right. It's art, it's you, it's your personality. How could it be wrong or right? Oh, hell yeah. All right, last question. And this is, I'm very curious to hear your answer with this. So I have heard you mention the word body shape a few times. And I'm just curious, like in my world and you know what I do, um, I don't find it helpful to call people like pear shape, like a apple or whatever. But it may, I'm curious if it's like essential for how you need to see someone's body and then help them style them to fit their body shape. So how do you communicate, communicate to clients their body shape where you're still helping them to feel empowered and not just like a pear or an apple? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I, I feel the same way and I do struggle. I don't want to say I struggle. I try to be really conscious of like not hurting people's feelings around it because it is, but it's also super empowering at the same time because based on our body shape, because uh, it is what it is, right? Like I have yeah. really short legs and I have a really long torso, but if I know that about myself and I know that when I put on high-waisted cropped pants that I look and feel my best, that's so imperative for me to know, because if I put on low waisted skinny jeans, they make me feel terrible. Yeah, I look yeah. at myself and I immediately like, oh my God, I shouldn't eat the cake last night with my kids. I gotta do better, I gotta do better, I gotta eat. So like, there's a catch 22 to it a little bit because this is what we're really doing with the body shape. And my favorite analogy is to get, to take it off of the body is like, let's think about your living room. And so you have all the windows on one side of your living room. So we're like, okay, so all the lights coming in this side of the living room and this side of the living room is kind of dark. Well, since you have the windows on this side of the living room, we're just going to put everything on the side with the windows because don't you want all your furniture to be by the windows? Because now when you walk into the room and you have someone over, you're like, look at my beautiful windows and all my furniture by glowing in the beautiful windows. And you're like, that's great. But like this room just feels really off. Like the feng shui of this room is super off and there's no balance. Mm. So at the end of the day, it's not really about your body shape, what we're actually trying to do when we mention body shapes is we're just balancing you up because our eyes are constantly tracking, just like sacred geometry, right? It's perfectly balanced. Our eyes are constantly tracking for things that are balanced. And when things are balanced in our visual field, our brain immediately relaxes because like, that's just the world we live in. We live in duality. Everything has yeah. its opposites. Like you are sitting in front of all the geometrical shapes, right? So it's really relaxing and soothing because it all balances, it's all perfect. So we're just trying to balance up the body. 
I just like to give the analogy of the house because it's not your body. But if you walked into my living room and everything was on one side of the room, you wouldn't feel comfortable relaxing in my it living room. Be a bit. I would, well, I'd probably ask you outright, like, just curious, why? So why are you doing this? So that's the whole point when we do body shape. So for me, I'm looking at it and I'm like, everyone's a bit of a fruit salad, right? So everyone's a little bit of a strawberry, a little bit of an apple, and it changes after you have kids. It changes as you get older. It changes based on whatever you're going through. Like, I would say that Sorry, I used to be- Oh, serious part of our conversation. You did that to me laughing on our conversation. That was funny. <laughs> I was like, I probably used to be a really solid like hourglass figure. We talked about this on my podcast. I gained 20 pounds. So now I'm a little bit of an hourglass and, and I got a little bit of pear, right? I mean, a little bit of an apple. Yeah. So it's like mixed in there. So now it's like, okay, so I can take what I know about myself and make really empowered decisions to balance up my body. So that when I'm looking at myself, same body, I feel really good because those clothes fit my body. Now, my body is not made to fit clothes. Clothes are made to fit my body. And it's my job to know what clothes are actually going to make me feel good. And that's really the point of knowing the body shape is we just want to keep it balanced. Um, and then it just helps us feel good. So I really just try to keep it like that and there's just little teeny tricks you could do because like you could put on a blazer and you're gonna go look in the mirror and you're like this looks like trash and like i said the example i use like for me this is what i personally do is then i will start beating myself up about gaining the weight about not skipping the workout about eating whatever but instead of doing that i can look at the blazer and say okay this blazer isn't really fitting me the way i exactly want it to fit me what if i roll up the sleeves and I rolled the sleeves and I showed this part of my arm. Now I've balanced up the blazer and I've created a little bit of the waist by just showing this part of your arm. So that's a little trick. And now when I'm standing in the mirror and I'm looking at it now, all of a sudden, because I know that trick works really well for my uh, shape and my body instantly, I have a boost and I'm like, okay, it wasn't, I didn't eat. I can still eat cake with my kids. I can still skip the workout. If I want to lay in bed with my husband, all I had to do was wear my clothes a little differently. Wow, that's so interesting because what I'm being reminded of is, have you read the book Period Power by Maisie Hill? No, I haven't. It's a really good book. And what's coming to mind is, as you shared, when we come into ovulation, we, we just feel better, we feel more sexier, we feel more confident. She says in her book that what we actually, our perception of our body changes, we see ourselves more symmetrical Mm -hmm. and more even like we physically see our bodies I mean our bodies don't change I mean yes before your period you're going to be more bloated but in general throughout your cycle your bodies don't change but we see ourselves as more symmetrical when we're coming into ovulation because then therefore we'll feel more confident to go out and find a mate to therefore have a baby yes isn't it incredible like and I, so it was mm -hmm. really interesting that you used the word like symmetrical and like in terms of shapes and I love how you just shared all of that with like no judgment towards there's no right or wrong it's just it just is and how can you feel the most empowered yeah I probably feel the best and in, in my body from like when I look at myself and get dressed now than I ever have simply because now I really I'm, I feel like I've always known how to dress myself but of course now I look at it with a completely different lens because I'm in it every day mm. from a profession 
the other day, literally these same jeans that I can't, well, I can button them. They're just not like the most comfortable to be buttoned when I'm sitting down. I had them open. I was getting ready to change and I walked by the mirror, my full length mirror. And I was like, you are so sexy. You don't brag enough. And I'm 20, I'm the heaviest I've ever been, but it's just because I've just mastered like how to tap in to what really, really looks good on me. And I, and another thing, like speaking of the symmetrical, just one other thing I'd love to throw out there, especially around the body shapes is the hourglass figure. The reason that it became the desired body shape is simply because of the symmetry. That's yeah. it. it. It's it. It's just because it's balanced and you have the middle. That's it. It's simply the balance of it. Then of course, everyone has their own preference, right? So like my husband's a boob man. He likes big boobs. So for him, give him all the strawberries. Okay. <laughs> it's whatever your preference is. And then I have friends that like booties and give them all the pears, right? It's yes. whatever it is for you. <laughs> that's so true. Oh my God. And I wanted to also say, but my mind's just lost it. That's, do you know, that's so annoying when that happens, you know, when yes. you're hanging on to something, it might come back at night, it might not. But either way, Casey, how can people come into your world? How can they work with you? What do you offer? Tell us how we can be in your world. Yes. So um, I have my own podcast that you were on a couple of weeks ago. So just realize that's another way to get a ton of value over there like you're saying like free value on the content um, um on the podcast just showing up sharing i talk about style but i talk about a lot of the mindset shifts and things like that um so you can connect there and just realized um i do have instagram and i will be honest lately i've been dumping more energy into my podcast than instagram i've been using instagram as just an easy place to connect and dm so like you know you and i chat there i chat with people all the time there um but my Instagram is Katie Allen stylist. I do stay in my stories. I'm just like been a little not posting lately. So and that's fine. Deal. We can get you. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. I was listening to your pod two days ago and I heard you say on your pod about what you've just shared in terms of you saw yourself in the mirror and you thought, God, I'm awesome. I was like, and I was like, yes, what a queen. So I heard that on your podcast, which her podcast Yay. is great, by the way. So go and Thank check you. it out. I just feel like I can just be myself and really self-express there. Um, and then on my website is katiejuststyled.com. So you can learn more about me, about the process. And then as far as working with me, it really just depends. I try to meet people where they're at, right? So if you want to work with me in a full capacity, I'll, I do programs. If you, if you really just kind of want the foundational and then for my ladies who are like, I know what I like, I know it works for me. I just want some help up leveling a little bit, or I have a photo shoot coming up and I'd really like some support there or a style refresh for the spring. So it really kind of depends. And this is why I always say personal stylist and style coach, because I feel like the style coaching is a little bit more where we can walk through a program that I have where we're gonna lay all the foundation we're gonna get really in touch with like who you are. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we'll do your closet um, edit and make sure you have all the amazing things in your closet. We'll build you a really intentional shopping list. I do a little bit of shopping as well in that program. And then I have my ladies who are like, I have a photo shoot, like I have a, a client right now. It's a really fun photo shoot coming up. So we're like getting really into the creative because we've laid the foundation. So it's really, really fun. Um, but it is a very personal journey. So I just have a couple of different ways, just depends on where, where women are at. Because I think everyone should tap into this energy. So I try to really make it accessible. 
That's incredible. What it, you, there's a lot of European listeners in, on my podcast. So do you work with women? I'm guessing you do, but do you work with women from all around the world? Meaning like when you recommend things, can they access it in their country? That type of things. Yeah. So I actually have a, a couple of clients in Europe. My um, stylist trainer that I'm working right now is based out of London. So I have really good handle around the brands. So I would say like um, Europe is a place I feel Europe and Canada outside of the United States are like the countries that I feel like I have the most contacts in and the most um, brand knowledge around what works and what doesn't work and where to shop and um, things like that. So absolutely. And up until literally a couple months ago, my business was exclusively virtual because that was the space that we were in. Mm -hmm. So we can clean your closet out virtually. We can get you dressed virtually. We can do shopping virtually. I have an amazing, amazing digital closet app. So much fun stuff. And like I said, I have an awesome, awesome styling network um, in the UK and in Canada and in the United States. So if I don't know something or if I don't know a brand or shipping in a certain area, I have an amazing network of style sisters that are there to help me out. That's amazing. And how incredible would it be to hang out with you like whilst you're helping someone clean their closet out? Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, I, cl closets are my favorite. I think that's where it starts, right? Because that's yeah. like building the foundation is like, we're going to make sure you have on the right bra. We're going to make sure you have all the right basics. We're going to make sure that everything's working and that it's organized because it's not even just the clothes. Also, when you step in your closet in the morning, it should feel organized. It should feel amazing because if you walk into a cluttered closet, your mind is going to shift to cluttered. Mm. Um, incredible. Katie, I adore you. You're amazing. Thank you so much for your time and wisdom. And if anyone wants to reach out to you, is it best for them to go email or in the Insta, slide into your DMs? You can definitely IP. slide into my DMs, <laughs> Katie Allen Stylist, or you can shoot me an email. I keep up with both of those equally. And email is katie at katiejuststyled.com. I'll post everything below. Thank you, my love. And thank you to the Queens listening. I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. I hope this episode was everything you needed to hear today and more. If you love this podcast, then please screenshot this episode and share it to your Instagram or Facebook stories and tag me at Victoria Kleinsman so I can share you with my audience and we can get my podcast out to more women that need it. Also, I'd be super duper grateful if you could rate and review this podcast as it really does help others to find it. Thank you so, so much in advance and I'll see you on the next one.